The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The Blackest Wrestling Podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in. That's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rule. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered. Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it. Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five. Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side. It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning. It's Rich, and I'm here with James. It's time to listen to One Nation. The power of the this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to a special edition of One Nation Radio. Who am I kidding? They're all special. I am joined today by Simon Cotton of SportsKeda.com. Simon, what's going on, man? What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing Pretty good. This is my first podcast in like two months because I just haven't had the the gumption for it. All this stuff WWE's been putting out. Oh, yeah. And I rock. And ironically enough, the topic of today is something WWE related. In <laughs> making his triumphant return, uh, you know, we, we, you know, emerging from, from the crack smoke. Um, <laughs> 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 you know, like Jesus said, uh, James is yeah, joining us. Look, I know where it's from, okay? <laughs> but I didn't know that you were about to go TM101 on me, okay? <laughs> Oh lord! Uh, yeah, I'm back. I get. Oh, I'm not back, but like I'm. I'm here now to talk about this because they want to talk about Hogan and and, and race and stuff. And like, you know, Rich decided to pull his own version of Ask a Negro, even though he is a Negro. So I guess as to uh, you know, one more person we could have been uh, four people on like Lean Back Remix. So, <laughs> Since he's doing easy stuff, easy lyrics, but yeah, yeah. let's go ahead. And yeah, get on this thing. Yeah, Whatever man. So. um uh, we're we're in a you know laughing mood before we get to the serious stuff. Um, but um, self admitted racist. So, oh, yeah, actually, go ahead. Actually, I need to cut you off. Sorry. So last time I was on the show, I said I'm not gonna come back and watch uh, any and come back and I'm not watching the show anymore until uh until like I, I hear the things are, are turned around or whatever. So <laughs> I've been following desperately to try to hope this thing would turn around. It's gotten somehow worse since I feel like I watching. And then and then. And then now they brought on they brought on Hogan, and so I was like, "Damn!" It's almost like Rich is like, "Gotta get James on here because we may never hear him again." <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so uh, self admitted racist Hulk Hogan uh, has been reinstated by WWE and essentially re-entered into their WWE Hall of Fame. Not like he was actually taken out anyway. He was just kind of scrubbed from the website. You know, slowly but surely, he was being re-added to uh, certain things like WWE Network video packages, getting casually mentioned on commentary, um, talked about in documentaries and everything like that. And, you know, and, and we've we've reached the, uh, the day. He's finally back, and um, obviously... 
you know, we have our own issues with that. So, Simon, when when this news broke, uh, where were you and, you know, uh, how'd you feel about this, bro? I think I was in... I think I was in my room just, like, working on something, some some project, and then I just look at my phone because so I get notifications for WWE and the Twitter account. Look at my phone, and I see breaking news, Hulk Hogan reinstated to the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm like... <laughs> I'm going to read the press release because I can't wait because 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 it clearly is one for this. I click on it. It's like, oh, this is due to his this second chance is due to his work with the Boys and Girls Club. This three year suspension is up. Question: When was he suspended? Right. This 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 is one of the problems with this non physical Hall of Fame thing. Like, how was he removed? When was he suspended? Who said any of this? Right. You're casually removing him off of a web page. Is not tantamount to being erased from a Hall of Fame that technically doesn't even exist physically. No, it's not technical. It doesn't. Right. But then it's like uh, he, he. This comes from the being the induction with the Boys and Girls Club and working towards his mistake. That mistake. I noticed that mistake thing back in April when I did, there was some press release put out by PW Insider or, or or that I read on PW Insider from WWE talking about Hulk Hogan. Like he has he isn't signed to a deal. But they are considering bringing him back so that he can inform other people about his mistake. The only mistake Hulk Hogan ever made was getting caught on tape. Because I'm a firm believer, and if somebody gets caught doing something, that's probably not the first time they've done it. They've done it six other times. This is just the first time they got caught. Right. So for all we know, Hulk Hogan said has been talking like this behind his back for years. We haven't we don't have any proof that this dude is some quality human being. Because you look at him throughout his other life, the stuff he said about his son. Who caused it? Who, who got somebody in the coma or something like that? Crazy. Yeah, yeah all the car accident he, and all and all that deal. Yeah, all the stuff he's done, backstabbing people, like manipulating. He's 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 clearly a dude who's been in it for himself for a long time, and I have no reason to think that any of this PR stunts by WWE and Hulk Hogan is anything genuine. Because I haven't seen anything genuine from him throughout this entire process since he's been suspended. He's had multiple times to apologize and to admit that what he did was wrong. And every single time he was tripping over himself, saying something stupid and backtracking to make himself look like the good guy. I'm I, on Twitter. I'm sorry, guys. That's not who I am. Meanwhile, you're retweeting something from some racist uh, alt, alt left or whatever you, they like to call themselves. Which said, how come the biracial president gets to say the N-word and Hulk Hogan can't? He goes on Good Morning America. And he <laughs> says, that I'm crying. sorry, that's not who I am. And then he goes on to tell us that in his time, in his time during his childhood, people used the N-word as a greeting. Uh, I'm like, okay, fine. I'm like, sure. Congratulations, Hogan. You've learned nothing. <laughs> James, uh, where were you when the news broke? And uh, how did you initially feel about this? Um, honestly, this wasn't a moment where I, w- I knew where I was. Remember the time uh, when the news broke out? Like this is like a thing that this was a thing where it happened, and I and I was honestly surprised that I mean, knowing what I, Rich. I mean, we talk about this or or the time when I've been on the show and off the air a lot. We're like, I'm I'm really skeptical. My, my worldview on on um, on racism and um, and society in large is just very, uh, excuse, pretty uh, skeptical. Uh, typically, like you, 
typically I need to see optimism to actually uh, to move to move on my point as opposed to uh, being shot that someone is a racist or, or does something ridiculous. Right. So, but besides that, like their 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 decision to uh, suspend him or whatever the hell they did, they basically eject him out the paint for the time being. I was kind of surprised that they even went that far. I figured they, you know, I'm assuming what happened is they, you know, they were scared to death of sponsors or whatever else or, or PR blowback or whatever else. They decided the block's too hot. You got to go. Mm-hmm. But, I, but I don't think, I don't think there's a single person <clears throat> on this podcast that thought for a second that he wasn't going to be back eventually in some capacity. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, unfortunately, yeah. So I'm, I'm honestly kind of surprised that it's a that now's the time, you know, especially after what just happened with uh, the Papa John thing. It, it's kind of weird. It's like, uh, so Papa John is basically like, we take you, you Papa John, we take you off Papa John pizza. We're trying to get your name off of off all this University of Louisville stuff right now because you said the word nigga, not actually. Uh, calling anybody a nigga in particular. Meanwhile, Hulk Hogan is is coming fresh back after not only saying like nigga, 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 nigga hate you like Nas on on um, on on Untitled album, but yes. he's far as far as saying like I don't want my I don't want my daughter dating any of these negroes unless they're essentially black or unless their blackness uh, can is exceptional and can help me uh, make more money or, or they have a their blackness is outweighed their right. blackness is outweighed by the bank account. Yeah. Right, so, yeah, yeah, we got so much money like we all like we almost white like like the song. So now, so that's the kind of racist he is. It's not, it's not just people say the whole thing about oh, you know he made a mistake and they take it as as, as a slip of the tongue or something nah, like. That's what you nah, believe, bro. That's, that's not that's not a mistake. You come out here saying that kind of stuff about who you want your daughter to date. That is like literally, if there was a textbook for for the word racism by it, like you that's say examples. Of- Hogan saying that he doesn't want his daughter dating this black person unless they're unless they're uh, they have enough money to overcome their their race. Like that is that is textbook racism, right? So yeah, um, I'm just tripping over. Yeah, I think the thing that gets me is that I listened to the transcript and then I read it. I'm I'm shocked that people are really trying to do all this defense for a man who admitted to being a racist on tape. And then there's this other people, and then I'm, and then I'm seeing other people add stuff to the narrative, saying, "Oh, well, he was he was drunk." I'm like, I don't remember reading that. You stop adding details. <laughs> moving the goalposts. If he was drunk, who cares? Drinking doesn't make you a racist. Like, why don't you just t- why don't you just tell me he was on Ambien? And, and, okay. Oh, like Roseanne. Yes. Oh, wow. <sighs> and that's another one. Roseanne just got ejected off the paint of, of one of the most popular shows in the, in the country for uh, for accidentally calling a a. A person of black uh, hair of, of black lineage that doesn't look black and phenotype a monkey, and got ejected from the paint because of that. Hogan did something way worse. He's coming back, right? Yeah. So, for me, honestly, girl, it, I remember the first time I saw Valerie Jarrett, and I, and then I found out that she, you know, that she's part black, and I was like, oh, okay. I, I had no idea. You look at her, you have no idea. Anyway, yeah. but um, my, my issue with it, like. The, Okay. Yeah, my, yeah. I was just gonna get into that. You go ahead. Like, about, um, like the part. Well, my part was, was with the WWE as far as like trying to figure out like, okay, so like where where do we stand here for as far as people's feelings and and um, and also like where they plan. What's what's the end game here? 
Right. As far like, as what are we using them for? What they plan on doing with Hogan? Yeah. Right. Like I, I just want to talk about like the people that <laughs> are bending over backwards, like pretty much like Hulk Hogan is literally telling us that he's a racist, and I feel like the reason they they just couldn't wait. To forgive them. Why? Because they love fucking racism. Like, and they love to forgive white people for racism. Like, that's that's what this is. And this is literally what we've seen. You can check any comment section. It is trash. It is, um, you know, folks coming out here, just coming in here with literally, as you, you termed it, James, bigot bingo. And <laughs> they... Yeah. they I, I I just I, you know I wrote a column this week that was pretty much my one of my biggest columns ever. I know I, I knew I had to write that column for three years, y'all. Like I, I like long joke. Yeah, the second Hogan's reinstated, I'm dropping ten thousand words on the ass. Well, it wasn't ten thousand words, but it was like almost a thousand, and I pretty much got it out about forty five minutes after I found out about it. So this wasn't you know something where it was like I even had to think about this because this was okay. We knew what it was when it happened. We got the timeline. And now we just have this dude coming back, essentially having changed nothing. He never owned this shit once. He never came out here. And I don't give a fuck about what he did for the Boys and Girls Club. That has nothing to do with what your racism is. His, his most recent apology was tantamount to, yeah, I know, I'm trying to change. So to those few fans that I heard, I'm sorry. Yeah, because there's only a few people who was insulted by that. It's not like the entire race of people who watch and those who happen to watch wrestling were offended by that. No, it's just a few people. It's like let's, it's, it's, it's like six, right? Let's do this, right? So, like a big. I mean, obviously, this is this might be unfair, right? But we're talking. But I'm I'm just gonna say this. Hogan got over, or not? This is not unfair. It's really it's really true. Hogan got over. In the 80s, or in the 70s and 80s, because uh, especially in WWE, because he aligned himself with the idea of, of, of being an American, some sort of American hero, yeah. much in a similar way to how, like, you look at the iconography of, say, Spider-Man or Superman in their comic books, and they're wrapping themselves around the American flag, and they are supposed to be like an ideal you aspire to. He's literally like a, just like most super, like uh, most comic, or like uh, most wrestlers, they're almost like a comic book superhero, and they also part of that was wrapping themselves around the American flag. So. Uh, would you guys disagree with that? No. Okay. Yeah, because well, yeah, okay, because there, there you go. You obviously the song's fucking real American, right? So, um, he's a real American. He uh, he takes it. He takes the title off of the Iron Sheik, and and Hulkamanian runs wild for for God knows how long, right? So for decades, and part of that was uh, being this symbol, this symbol, right? Well, you look at you look at the. Uh, that the population demographics right now, like, like he said, Simon, he said just a few bit of the fans. So like, okay, like you're supposed to be an American, you are an American icon, literally, right? And like, what about the 40 million people that look that 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 look like the people that you just said that you don't fuck with, right? Don't, don't you know? That's only a few. Like, granted, that's only 12 percent of the population of American population in general, but that's still 40 million fucking people. What are you talking about? Hey, hey, man! That ain't no small get, number. Hey, hey, bro, get, get over it. Yeah, yeah, get over it. Get, get, get over it, man. Yeah, that's true. That's you know. just like that's just like everything else that happens out here, right? Where, <laughs> well, today, today, perfect story. So, I mean, you hear about this story about uh, about a white dude caught a cop on a black guy for for fouling him too hard in LA Fitness pickup game. I thought that was a joke. Oh no, that's real, bro. I, I'm. 
Yeah, man. <clears throat> like another time, yeah, like when, when he did when he did the apology thing. It was on TMZ, and this man, all lives mattered. His apology, like saying, you know, I don't have to apologize yeah. to black wrestlers. I need to apologize to all wrestlers. Like all wrestlers ain't probably offended by you, bro. It's like just own what you did. He, he, he's apologizing, right? He should look. He should have been like, look, I need to apologize to all wrestlers, but in particular, I need to apologize to fill in the blank, right? That never came. Why is that concept so hard? Everyone, because I've embarrassed the industry or whatever else. It's like, look, man, like that's nice and cool or whatever else, but like, come on now. We know what country this is. We know society. We what society we live in. We know what uh, uh, what goes and and what flies, whatever else. A lot of people that 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 Hogan, you know, says that he needs all lives matter. Apologize to. I don't give a damn about that. And they know he knows it's a half ass like fake apology thing. He knows. He knows like what he said was wrong, and he realizes what he said hurt people, and he didn't apologize to those people. Now, like, am I ever expecting an apology for that? No, because he got back to doing what he wanted to do, and he's 30, 30 some million dollars richer, even though that happened, right? So, like, this like the weird thing that happens with people all with, with, with um, white people in general, and, <laughs> and here where somebody gets somebody shows their ass and gets exposed as racist, and then people want to come out the woodwork to. Make up all, come up with anything they can to try to rationalize and absolve this person of what what damage they've done, and and a lot of the thoughts is comes back to people were always told when they were growing up, don't be a racist, that's fucking wrong, that's disgusting, don't do that. You're some of the lowest forms, biggest or some of the lowest forms of earth of, uh, of earthlings we have, right? People and then they grow up. That's what most people are told. So why do you think they cape up for people for races like this? Why, why do you think the burden of evidence is so high to try to prove that someone's actually a racist? That's part of it because they are afraid that they're literally thinking like, oh my God, I will be exercised and I have a scarlet letter on me. Whereas you come to find out, nah, you can become the president. No, I use shit. Yeah. Right? This is America, and, as uh, yeah, Donald like Glover you, said. Right. Like you mess up, you mess up in any sport. Shape, wear, form. If you have, if you already from a place of means, you're gonna be all right regardless, right? Whether it's, um, let's say, for example, Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling lost his team, and what did he? What what did he lose for it? He lost the team and got two billion dollars in the process. Right. He's already a rich, motherfucker. He got two billion dollars. And the Papa uh, John's doing getting that too. Sorry. And the Papa John's guy getting two billion off of the Sataki or whatever his position was. I don't he even probably know. gonna have to do some I type mean, of buyout or something. Yeah. Another, per- another perfect example: Jerry Richardson, who used to own the Carolina Panthers, just had to sell the team. Yes. He just made two billion. He just made two billion plus dollars, and his statue is still staying up outside the stadium. Yes, as terms of the uh, of the sale. Of the sale, yeah. So, and keep in mind, this is a person that made his money off of running Hardee's and Denny's uh, restaurant. And, and Simon, I don't need to, I don't need to tell you about uh, Denny's and their and their huge long uh, list of of controversial incidents involving racist incidents uh, in the past. Yeah. So that's where we are. Like these people are getting punished. Like Daniel Moynihan, that started and they even started basically started the whole entire uh, the whole entire U.S. mass um, incarceration crisis. What what did he do? Oh. 
he was labeled a racist or whatever else, and and th- and his thoughts that were progressive at the time turned out to be a horrible decision that have, have ruined uh, a lot of Americans' lives. What does he do? Um, he's still in he's still in high society, he's still in academia. There ain't too much of it. No, nothing really happens to these people. They end up getting labeled a racist that already suck, come from fame or, or money anyway. So I I'm heard funny. something. So I heard what something from. I heard something from a guy Apollo who said, uh, "Racist white people don't get fired; they get transferred." <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, Kinda. I, so I, Kinda. I want to address all these um, these nut ass fucks in my uh, comment section that that had the nerve to uh, you know bring their foolishness in there, um, thinking I was about to argue with them through text. Um, they could be Russians. So I decided that I'm not about to argue with no bots. So, <laughs> so, um, I'm just going to address all y'all, uh, one time only. Was, Go ahead. was there anything in particular that was funny? Uh, let's see. Um, so there was one guy and he pretty much tried to take over the comment section. He was getting cussed out left and right. So he was like, so you talked about meeting Hogan with a Biggie shirt on yourself. So it's not okay for Hogan to use the word because he's white, but it's okay that Biggie did in his music teaching a bad lesson to youth because he's black. That's follow along with me, racist. I'm getting real tired of all these people who try to point to rap music and say it's this terrible plot on the black community like this stuff ain't entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Um, Let's like see. Grow up. Yeah, like you know, my country, country, my, you know how many country songs talk about murdering somebody and burying their body in the back of the woods? Yeah. Oh, dude, dude was talking about Hogan's about gonna sue me for slander. I'm like, man, shut your dumb ass up. Like, Hogan got money to sue you for slander. <laughs> First of all, it's libel for for one because it's not right. said; it was written. Um, you know, like Nas. <laughs> um, let's see. So here, here we go. Um, okay. The very definition of the word is a negative react. Same guy is a negative reaction and treatment based on skin color. Saying a white person isn't permitted to use a word is racist. I sincerely do not know how dense someone has to be not to not understand it. Do people firmly believe that there's no such thing as racism toward white people? Um, then he he no what the, <laughs> no what? the end what is it tell me tell oh, me what man. it is I should just, I just let's, just reply no. So I knew I had this guy. Answer, I knew I had this I, guy I pressed. No, I knew I had this guy pressed when he started bringing up um, affirmative action. He started bringing up B E fucking T. He started bringing up uh, black on black crime, whatever myth that is. Um, <laughs> Let me get them first. To, first of all, affirmative action is listed to minorities, not just black people. White women listen as minorities to a degree. So what, get out of here. What does all, of what all, does any of that have to do with Hulk Hogan saying nigger? Like I don't. Look, man, here's, B- here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? here's the thing. We all know that anybody that ever talks about affirmative action is a person that has no idea what affirmative action actually is and what its practices are and what it prevents and what it actually what happens. Uh, and actually, the fact that it doesn't really do much for anybody anyway. So we can move on. Yeah. Um. So and shouts out to the to about half the comment section that was uh, holding me down and saying it was a well written column and they were surprised they you know the site let let it run. Um, I didn't ask for permission from nobody. I just wrote it, put it up there, and was like, whatever happens, happens. They kick me off, whatever. I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it you know a hundred and you know live with what it is. So 
Uh, appreciate all the support I got on that column. If you came out there and was talking down uh, in the comments, straight up, you can suck my dick from the back. Um, <laughs> and we moving on. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, the... This, this sucked, bro, because we're like, like we live in the Tim so Bay area. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so like, okay, so ultimately, all right. So are any? I'm asking y'all. I mean, I think I Simon. I heard. I remember Simon's initial reaction on a group message, but like now it's been a day. I guess it's been a, some type of cool off period or whatever else. So like. What are y'all thoughts and opinions on? Because now, like, we're at a point where, like, look, Hogan did what he did, and now, like, and we've talked, we've talked to death about the Hogan thing now, right? So now, the other part is the WWE part, and and like what they plan on doing in the future, and like how you feel about them as a company and the people that run it or whatever else, and and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so they fun. they put up a where, video. Where are y'all on that? Now? They put up a video yesterday morning that they put on YouTube with Hogan for some charity. Uh, I think it was Superstars for Hope. They immediately disabled yep. the comment section and later removed right. the video because either, I guess it got downvoted or something like that. They removed it for whatever reason. And I think they're going to use them in this spokesperson role, but I'm never going to forget that shit because they have not made it right whatsoever. Um I'm terrified of a rumor that I'm hearing right now that they may try to have Bobby Lashley be the one to beat Brock Lesnar and have Hulk Hogan present him with the belt and pretty much, you know, crown the quote-unquote first black champion in however long and whatever. I promise you. I've been playing around saying I might stop watching. That, that might do I it. I promise you. <laughs> Everything I see that has a WWE label on it in my house, I am going to burn down. I'm going to break <laughs> With a hammer, it's gonna be th thrown in the trash and never be seen again. Light it up. If they pull that garbage, light it up I like AJ Lee. Lose my mind. Yeah, man. I think I think it's awful. I think these um these people, they are slaves to their personal relationships with Hogan. Um, if this <laughs> like 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 that's all this is that right this, there personal relationship. Like, they have a personal relationship with this guy they have for 30 years. If they can try to rehabilitate him for a story, not only for Hogan's benefit, but it's ultimately a company directive, this is what they're doing. I don't see why they need to do that, because they got a billion fucking dollars for both Raw and SmackDown. What the fuck do you want with the money that Hogan can quote-unquote bring you. And what money is Hulk Hogan bringing you anyway in 2014? He can't talk. He can't wrestle. He can't be compelling in any fucking way. All he can do is get his fucking music hit, and then he brings his ass out there, cups his ear, botches his fucking lines, and then he takes his ass back to the locker room. That's what happens when he comes out. And I'm telling you, I'm, if I'm ever in a live crowd, I am booing the fuck out of them until I'm absolutely belligerent. People are going to have to look at me and be like, what the fuck is wrong with that guy? And if anybody wants a piece, they can come do it. Why? Because I am permanently with the smoke on this Hulk Hogan shit, and I am not going to shut up. I am going to take this shit over. I should write ten more Hogan columns. Why? Just to piss them off. Because I'm not be going away. <laughs> Rips is gonna be the new Super Dragon clip. <laughs> Y'all are. Yeah, <laughs> oh. man. Like I'm at a point. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's my I guess it's my turn for outrage. Like Simon comes out here with with, with the uh, 
comes out here with with his, and that, and then and then Rich is like, I got to go even harder. So like now I have to go the hardest now. Nah, man. Like <laughs> I mean, it, like look, I will address self admitted or self admitted racist Hulk Hogan as such. Yeah, I mean, and that's perfectly fine. Um, what I'm at is just like. I just, I just, this, just the optics of him coming back and sending us, and, and he know he's gonna get some type of standing ovation and, and welcome back, Hogan, and, uh, oh, and, and all, and, and all the, and all the adulation, that, and all the adulation that comes with somebody that was as successful um, in wrestling as he was. And he's gonna come back, and like it's gonna be so, it's gonna be so telling to like look at whatever crowd he's in, or whatever arena he's at, whatever stadium, whatever state, and he gets that that kind of. Um, that kind of cheer and like you're just gonna look at it and be like hmm look at like all 30 y'all million dollars, he's 30 million dollars richer um three yeah all he had to do was sit around for three sit sit away for three years he's back people love him people missed him even though like he just fucking came he's back done yeah he's done a million nostalgia runs he's gonna be like wow like it looks like a Trump rally yeah, it's like a real Trump rally. If you look at every aspect of why anybody would argue to bring him back, it can be easily shot down. He's a legend. How many old people am I gonna have to see on Monday Night Raw and, and SmackDown throughout the course of a calendar year before somebody realizes we get tired of seeing these people all the time? First, they want to bring part timers back and not all the time, and hire them for every major show. Now we got to deal with all the old people from yesteryear. Who want to make appearances randomly? Like you've there's there's part time fatigue, there's fatigue in general from anybody from a previous era who makes regular appearances because they've done it to death. Like, like Hogan really has nothing to offer. He's not he's never been in recent years. He's been botching lines like crazy. So him being a general manager or some or manager in general or for some wrestler would not be any anything worth having. His body can't hold up to the travel probably anyway. Well, yeah. Next. One thing. Well, one, here's the one thing, right? You know they're always trying to pop a rating somehow, some way, and you know Hogan's showing his ass up every three to four to five to six months is gonna pop a rating because he's actually he was actually he's one of the few guys that was actually a, a gigantic superstar, national superstar before Vince decided over the last fifteen or so years to say I'm never doing this again. Uh, I'm never making myself a, a huge transcendent superstar again because I have another rock leave me. So that's that's where we are. I, I just got to put this out. You think he's got anything to do with Fox? I've thought about that before. I mean, possibly. I mean, but like, here's the thing, right? When I think when I think it's who's live racism, I don't actually think of the Illuminati or whatever co- giant cabal of white men literally like trying to figure out how to destroy the black man like i think of it as there are people that have intentions and they see that black people don't give a fuck about black people so then they go out there and, and take advantage of the fact that people don't give a fuck about black people that's how i see the digital racism work <laughs> so i don't know i'm, I'm the wrong person to talk to about I'm, i am not your conspiracy negro i can't go there with you i'm sorry <laughs> don't worry that's 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 why i brought me on so <laughs> okay go ahead <laughs> man um the the thing about the hogan thing and i was i alluded to it earlier is um i i've seen hogan like you know he, he lives in like the same area as, as, as me and james and 
you know, you see, I haven't seen him in years to, you know, since this whole thing is, you know, going on strangely, but he never was rude. He never was disrespectful. He never didn't have time to talk to somebody. He was, as I said in the column, like, you know, I think he appreciated the fact that the locals let him operate like kind of a a semi-regular person, like where it'd be like, oh, what up? You know, you're Hogan. Oh, what up, man? Like, we see you all the time. Like, it's no big deal like that. But now it just makes me look back on every, you know, meeting or whatever, just like real funny. And I, I really want that time back because I honestly didn't have to, you know, do that or whatever or, or see him or stop or, you know, let him know, you know, how, how much of a fan I was and everything like that. Um, I, I watched Hogan since I was a kid. Um, watching through all my grandfather's old wrestling tapes, through watching WCW, through watching WWE, and just, you know, either hating his guts because he was in the NWO and just thinking it was like the coolest shit ever, or just being down with like the hokiness of Hogan or whatever. And, and you know, I, I, I ate at the man's restaurant or whatever and went in there and just like, this is amazing. And, Literally gave the establishment gave the establishment my money and whatever. And now it's just like I need refunds. Wait, wait. I need time back. I need all I need I need all this back, bro. All of it. I mean, if you ate it I'm so, I'm sorry, but if you ate it pasta mania, I think you did that to you. No, so. no, not not pasta mania. Oh, no, no, no. no. Hogan Hogan had a had a beach place a beach slash, house, okay. slash club on um like, you know, uh on the on the beach. On the he beach. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Simon ain't a local. He don't know exactly where the place is. Like, you try to tell him a place so he'd be like, Oh yeah, I remember that place. Simon yeah. ain't frying. He don't know where yep. that is. So, uh, so is that, is that the so, place that didn't let any do rags? Yes. Yes. Place with the dress code. Yes. yes. Place with the dress code. Place with the racial dress code. Yep. Yes. So and that was after I had gone to that place. I, I went there for dinner once. But yeah, man, it I, I need all the receipts. I need all that shit back. But I'm never gonna get it. So uh, what I'm going to do is hold a grudge forever. Um, <laughs> so every time this motherfucker shows up, every time something goes wrong, I'm going on Twitter, I'm attacking, I'm using my platform to eventually get this real apology. And I, how do you guys think that, you know, WWE needs to, needs to handle that portion? Like, like why has this man already not been on the WWE network, like burying his soul live unedited? Well, one Hogan ain't got to ain't got to do it. Like he he just had that's to true. They already let him back until the time for WWE to ask for when can he come back, and then the sponsor said, "All right, now's the appropriate time for him to come back," and and they won't pull out because they're not afraid of backlash. I mean, like if there's enough people that want to start kicking up kicking up dust about this or whatever else, he'll be gone again. Um, but so you're saying there's a chance. Years, and, and look, it's been three years, and why people love to forgive, uh, forgive race, racism. So <laughs> and that's where it's at. Oh, so, man. um, yeah, like you know, that's that's what we've done. Like we've we have made we have made or not we obviously not us, but like over time, society has made like being labeled a racist such a startled letter that they that people will do their damnedest to wait to the last second before until literally like it's overwhelming that they, they they can no longer deny it. And that's where we are now. Yep. As opposed to someone is a person that that's you know as a bigot is now like they're the fucking boogeyman. So that's so that's where we are. Um, now, as far as uh, WWE, I mean, 
It's WWE, right? Like, they have a history of, of doing terrible, ridiculous stuff. Like, um, as far when it comes to race and, and stereotypes for gimmicks and all that kind of stuff. And, Come on. And storylines and whatever else. So, like... I'm not not I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Like, oh, you brought this guy back. Like, I, I knew this was gonna happen, but like, what I'm having to actually do anything to try to you know show some contrition, I'm also not surprised. Yeah. Um. I and I think that's like the the general statement, you know, of where most of us are on it. Like, we knew it would happen one day. Um. Then there's this is a stark reminder. You know, Go ahead. You know one thing that really does suck though. What? Thinking about like the 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 like when people you know the people in your comments that uh, that, that are talk, calling you the real racist and all the other uh, <laughs> bullshit, right? Like they they have no idea what it's like to to be to be in this skin and to go through life and think of the stuff that like and and never have to worry about like. Huh, I wonder if I can actually enjoy this because of because of because of that. And that is always the historical legacy of racism in this country and in the world, right? Um I mean, obviously, you know, we have it, we also have the women that have to deal with their bullshit, that have to deal with put up with the rest the shit the rest of the world throws on them too as well. Mm-hmm. But so they understand they understand to an extent as well, because it is it's it's similar. But they don't know what it's like to Huh? Can I watch this and can I enjoy this and can I like not feel like I've been spat in the face or been made or been and been been the punchline as opposed to being in on the joke? Or um, can I watch this without feeling like this is literally an affront to my dignity um, and to the people I love? And like this is one of the things. Like there will be plenty of people. There will be plenty. And I'm sure. I mean, there's been people who made this this, this decision across. Um, for years, where black person comes of age, get relatively conscious, and then they're like, "Huh, why the fuck am I watching wrestling with this terrible, with this terrible shit that they put out here that's racist and homophobic and right. sexist and misogynistic and ableist and all, all of the all of the isms, right?" Well, y'all didn't want and, y'all didn't want to see me when I was eighteen. That's exactly what happened. Right. So. You, and like that's the fact of life that you just gonna have to accept as being a person that's not of the majority, right? And l- unless you're like a cis straight white man, you just ain't gonna. There ain't no TV for you, right? Right. Um. And that's the compromise you have to make over and over and over in life. Whereas, like, okay, you want to go all the way and want to find some place that uh, everything is conflict free. Good luck, because I don't know where they. I don't know where they get. They, I don't know where you're gonna get your fossil fuel from to get from point A to point B. Look, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like we were talking about Nas earlier. Kind of, better go back to Africa. <laughs> so <laughs> that's so you think about all of the you think of all the stuff, all the compromises you have to make just to live in this life, and you and like you don't even and now like this stuff you've grown up with, like stuff you don't even like sec, take second thought or, or take accounting of, right? Because it happens so much that you're just numb to it. And then like you see motherfuckers talking, call you the real racist, and and they and they don't realize it's like such a mind fuck. what. They don't know what they don't know what it's like, and they also like. And also, you kind of think like you wish for them for like for like just for like a week to like to walk to walk without being um without calling themselves white and see how that would be like. Uh, you want to switch? 
I, I bet I, you they say no just, real just, quick. Just, just for a week, just for a week. Just, I just like to see how they handle it, and then they understand. And another part is like, right? The best part is when the interracial dating stuff happens, right? Where people like they they had no idea about racism until all of a sudden they start they all of a sudden they start bringing him or her around and all with them, and they hold their hands and they start seeing like people are staring at me or whatever else. And then, and then they and then they oh, that's what your life is almost like. That's what that's what that's what a glimpse of what it is to be the person that I'm dating is like. What their lives are like. Yeah. So it's interesting to see, like, first racism, you're the real racist, uh, affirmative action, black or black crime. Okay. BT. All right, sure. Yeah, yeah. B. Oh, my God. Bro, Look, we brought a BT. Y'all can have Yeah. I ain't watched that shit in years. I'm tired of watching, I'm tired of watching Baby Boy. I, I got the <laughs> DVD, all right? I'm good. Y'all, y'all can have, y'all can have BT. Look, Rich, how many, you know me for how long now? How many years? Uh, let's see, 2018, probably like 12 years. 12 years. How many times have you ever seen me watch some fucking BET? <laughs> Real rare. Or like, ever heard of, like, or bro, ever heard of me watching some BET? Like, it would have to be like an award show performance or some shit like that. But, that might be it. But they got reruns of the game, guys. <laughs> Unbelievable. So. Um, yeah, and, and, and I was on uh, Wrestling Observer Live, and I'll actually end um, the show with you know my short call in there, and I, they let me on for about four or five minutes uh, uninterrupted. So shout out to uh, Mike and um, Brian. Uh, you guys hear Mike at the beginning of the show, and I just told him he 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 kind of asked me like, "What's it like to be like you know a fan of color like you know watching this?" And I was like, "Man." It's just something you kind of got to deal with. Like, if you're going to watch this stuff, you're going to make that trade. And then I brought, like, the James Baldwin thing. It's like, to be black and relatively conscious is, you know, to be enraged or whatever. You know, the you know you guys can look it up for the, the specifics. And it's like, um, but you got to kind of just, like, this is, and I talked about making trades. It's just a trade you make. Um, but yeah, man, like I, I like to end this show uh, and thank you guys for, um, coming on. I'm going to read the last paragraph, uh, of the column. Uh, if you guys haven't heard it yet, uh, it's on lordsofpain.net song or the, uh, column is called, I always knew racist Hulk Hogan was coming back. So it goes like this. Excellent title. When Hogan, <laughs> when Hogan's music hits, he's going to receive a Lord's welcome and I'll be disappointed, but not surprised by it. In this or any other version of America, Hogan would have been welcomed back with open arms. I'm only amazed it took this long. WWE was only going to go so long with having their most legendary star in exile. So move over, Ric Flair. You're not the greatest anymore because WWE doesn't have to pretend Hulk Hogan doesn't exist. Hulk Hogan offers nothing on a performance, promo, or financial level worth anything in 2018 compared to where the rest of their income derives from. They didn't issue a press release or have him sit down live on their network to let him bear his soul to us. They let him tweet about how he visited the locker room and sent a tweet out from the company's Twitter account. Hulk Hogan is able to return because racism isn't that big of a deal to a lot of people. Or we should forgive and forget. Whatever type of lunacy that is. Enjoy that red and yellow bullshit. This is Rich, and uh, make sure you guys check out everything else on One Nation Radio. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, you guys want to, Simon, you want to plug um, anything before we get up out of here? Well, I haven't been doing much in the form of my own podcast, but I'm hoping to get back into that soon. I think I might just go ahead and try and cover the G1 and give some of my perspective. I watched night one. It was fantastic. I might be, I definitely got to catch up on night two and night three tomorrow. 
Yeah. Um, but uh, as far as this whole Hogan thing, the last thing I'm gonna say on is this: I'm not about to sit here and listen to these debates from people from people for a man they probably never met for with <laughs> a guy who's admitted to being racist on tape. You you look in the mirror and and look and, and know that you're looking at an idiot. That's all I gotta say. Any uh, final words on this, James? Uh, yeah. If you want to forgive Hulk Hogan, like th- that's cool. But don't pretend that this isn't what it. Um, uh, but don't pretend like he didn't tell you what he really, what he uh really believes on that tape. And on that note, don't act like we're just supposed to automatically, because time has passed. Yeah. Three years passed, but everything's still the same. This is Rich, and we out of here. Yeah, man, so Russia in the election. Fans taking pictures, bro. Hey, what's going on, Brian and Mike? This is Rich. How's it going, guys? What's up, Rich? What's up, man? Now I got it on. All right, I'm ready. Brian um, got it up. Look at him. Yeah, man, I I just wanted to congratulate Brian on his five-and-a-quarter-star effort against the Rock and Roll Express last night. Thank you. Um and also, um, you know, I want to talk about Hulk Hogan being back. Um, I've known this moment was coming for years. Um, um, and it, it's not really a surprise at all. Um, I, I know when the new national and uh, the new national anthem of racism, real American hits that he's going to be uh, welcome with a Lord's welcome because, you know, to a lot of people and his mic hit on it early earlier, racism is just not that big of a deal. Um, and it's just another reminder that this world doesn't care about how black people feel, let alone Vincent Mann, the WWE, but I'm cool with that. Like, I understand that, but you know, just, just don't try to make me think, you know, the reason is time that he's allowed to come back because that's nothing but pure garbage. Um, and do you believe that it's like your penance, though, as a wrestling fan of like being a uh, wrestling fan of color? Like you just you just have to like continue to you know take this as a as a wrestling fan. I feel like it's a. I think James Baldwin uh, said it best, and I'm kind of paraphrasing. It's like to be you know relatively conscious and be a black man in America is to constantly live in outrage. And it's just one more thing, Mike. Like it's you know it's. It's awful. Like he, he all lives mattered. His apologies when, when he came out here and said, uh, you know, I don't need to apologize to the black wrestlers. I need to apologize to all the wrestlers. You know, he abdicated himself of all this responsibility. And, you know, the guy himself told us he was a racist. And I'm sure you guys see all the comments that um, come through with people bending over backwards to literally say he, that Hulk Hogan is not what he said he was. And it's kind of, you know, disheartening. And, you know, I just, you know, my question to you guys, like, why do you guys think three years was the time that sponsors like it would. Yes. I get that with the sponsors. Like what was this? Were they working on this the entire time? Like why not after one year? Why not after five years? Like, because it's all like, well, I I think that it was, I, I think that after one year they probably asked around and they probably were given a no. And then they asked the second year and they probably were told no. And then, he went into the Hall of Fame or whatever that Boys and Girls Club. What's the thing that he went into here? Where Boys is it? And girls here? Club of the, America or whatnot. I think it was like in Georgia. If I'm he went into the Boys and Girls Club of America Alumni Hall of Fame. And maybe when that <laughs> happened, that? the sponsors were like, hey, listen, he's done a lot of, he's publicly apologized, he's volunteered. 
This man deserves a, a second chance. I just think it's a time and place we're in right now where things like that, you know, there's enough people that can explain it away or spin it however they want to. And it will be justified as long as somebody thinks there's money to be made and they won't lose any sponsors over it. And I think that's what's happened. There's really no other reason for this dude to be back. You look at what he said. You look at what None. he's you know, his his apologies were, and it's like, I just shrugged my shoulders. Like, I'm not surprised by it, but I don't see what purpose it serves, especially when you just had this thing happen with Papa John's, you know, the alumni deal with that <laughs> yeah. in Louisville. And just, it just, it's, I just think it's a bad forum, and I just think it's unneeded, especially when, again, you have got everything that you would want out of this guy from videotape to legacy, the whole nine yards. It's yours anyway, so why even bother when there's somebody else that could have used that spot a lot better? Well, I don't think he's uh, taking that, anybody's spot. That's spots. all, guys. I, yeah, I, I just wanted to call call and say that. Once again, Brian, uh, caught the match last night, and hope you wrestle more. Well, we'll see what happens. I want to thank you very much for the call. Thanks for catching the match last night. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.